the, I think I there's said a song it. on the radio now that's okay. Uh, and then I like the Psycho song from a couple years ago. Man, maybe I'll have to check out his old shit. I, I gotta tell you, even thinking that he looked like a piece of shit who probably made piece of shit music, I was still like, man, this really stinks. <laughs> well, dude, I, I will tell you, like, I did like him to begin with, but then I heard a retarded lady sing Sunflower, and it was probably <laughs> the sweetest moment I've ever experienced. <laughs> That'll turn anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you when uh, America's Got Talent. <laughs> Just be ugly or retarded and sing a song. America's Got Chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, take it easy. God damn it. Uh, our guest this week is uh, the lovely Mr. John Del Calo. JD. What's up, I don't know. Kings? <laughs> Lady Kings? Dogs and bitches, right? Is that how it goes? If you're not a dog, you're a bitch. <laughs> I like that, actually. I'm putting that on a koozie. <laughs> if you're not a dog, you're a bitch? Whoa. Dude, that's a big dog t shirt. God damn. <laughs> Fuck. I gotta get that big dog RIP Chris Benoit t shirt. Doesn't matter. I'll get it later. Oh, man. <laughs> I wanted to have you on for a very specific reason. Dude, this is this is the theme with all of our guests. It's always because there's uh, like a, like a specific feeling or uh, like their job or something like that. The reason I wanted to have you on is because a couple weeks ago, me and Mike made vision boards, mm-hmm. and you can check it out on our Patreon if you haven't seen it yet. It was a cute little video. It's no big deal, dude. <laughs> kind of ruled. Just an hour of fucking wholesome goodness <laughs> and uh, pussy jokes, but no, no big deal. If you haven't seen it, don't worry about it. But uh, on my vision board. And I think also on McCusker's vision board is a picture of a group of us outside of Fogo. Yeah, yeah. The, I think it was Shane's going away dinner. Yeah, I think it was May 2018. This yeah. was sparked on the last episode, right? You guys put, brought that picture up. Well, yeah, that was yeah, it was because it was on my vision board. And um, uh, you were in it. And looking weird. Well, I don't think you were looking weird. I think why is everybody saying I look so weird? Then? <laughs> <laughs> the running consensus is like well, fucking zooming here, in on my face, and just a square-headed weirdo. Dude, no, dude, you have a vibe, and the the camera like nailed it. You have a vibe like you have a bomb in your asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you talk to Father Dillingham over at St. Elizabeth's? <laughs> uh, dude, on that note, dude. Tim and I were just talking before you came in here that every, every time we're around you, you just make us happy and laugh. Oh, that's awesome, man. And Thank you. And somebody, somebody I talked about, spoke about you on the internet under that picture this week, and somebody mentioned that uh, in fourth grade you tried to French kiss him. <laughs> and then oh, what did you do former to- former best friend, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Was that real? Oh, yeah. Dude. I don't think I Frenched him. Dude, but, what did uh, you do to the Mexican calendar? <laughs> he mentioned something about a Mexican calendar. Dude, this is like... I'm, what, I'm pulling up the receipts, This dude. is what bonded us in seventh grade. This is like how we became like funny I best hear friends, it. you know? I don't know where we got it from. I think our teacher, just like we... It was like a bunch of calendars or something. Like, yeah. Oh, New Year's is over. These calendars are free. It's like from a Catholic school, probably. So it was like a mission or something in Mexico that uh, supplied it. Yeah, where that we got it from, and it was just like typical South American culture, and we would just write the funniest shit we could <laughs> next to it. Like, I don't even know if it was like, I don't think it was alt righty. You know, it was just like us trying to be funny. Well, and- would that be considered crossing boundaries or crossing borders? <laughs> God damn it, Mike! Stop fucking playing. Uh, and all I really remember specifically is 
uh, Paul writing <laughs> my little sister's name next to like a Mexican man that was holding like, the carriages of a horse, or the, the straps of a horse, the reins. <laughs> yeah, the reins. Hey. <laughs> And he slid it back to me, and I just, like, exploded in laughter. <laughs> and the teacher found it. And, like, guy, we both got No big goose, dude. Yeah. It was no gooses for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got goosed us that day. And then we both got detentions for it. But, like, I hit Real it. Real demerit hours. <laughs> I think I hit it from my, like, I put it in the bottom of the trash can. Uh-huh. And then my dad still found it. Because I didn't bury it enough. And I think we both got in like kind of trouble. <laughs> they were both like, why Why does it say your sister's name next to this Mexican man? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I just started laughing all over again. So we were best friends for a while until I started smoking weed. Uh-huh. What are you telling you? He nah, narc on you, not his vibe. No? Nah? No. Nah. I think he smokes now, though. Tight. We should we should invite him out. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> He's like he shout is. out Ragu Mangu on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely smokes weed, dude. Yeah, he's on it now. <laughs> Ragu Mangu. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but the guy's got his real fucking name and his handle, <laughs> and he's now just a Twitter reply guy. Yeah, well, he like replied to Mike, thing. so Mike put up the picture, and then uh, you're on the left of the picture. Um and obviously everyone's saying you're looking weird. Not me. To me, this looks like you. Your yeah, your vibe like is hitting them so hard that they're like getting disoriented. <laughs> they can't look directly at you. So this dude replies to Mike and says, uh, "The kid on the far left is standing totally normal. Nothing weird there." <laughs> <laughs> and Mike says, "That's John Del Calo. He'll be on Demi." Oh, I didn't know we were already booked. Um, and uh, so Ragu Mangu says. <laughs> Oh, I know who it is. He tried to French kiss me in fourth grade. He also defaced a Mexican calendar in seventh grade and blamed it on me. It was a joint effort. We both got bopped. Bad boys for life, dude. Ride together. Sit in detention together. Will Smith and Mexican Lawrence. (laughs) Uh, Dude, that night, uh, one of my favorite moments of that night was we were all sitting at this table, dude. It was like... It was like an upbeat Last Supper, and everybody was like giving in their fifty or sixty bucks, whatever it was, for fucking Fogo de Chao. That's how you say it, right? Yeah, I think it's oh. shown. Shown. I don't want to be a fucking dickhead, but here I am. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, so you have Shonies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what my spent too much time in Delaware, dude. <laughs> But every so I had to eat blindfolded and shonies every time. <laughs> yeah, we're at Fogo to Shun. Here comes the gaucho. Bup, bup, bup. <laughs> what kind of omelet would you like today? <laughs> he slices you a sliver of omelet off of a long roll. <laughs> it was just my parents grabbing the dishes before they went by on the bus track. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike. Your favorite moment. Um, everybody's giving up their 50 or 60 bucks, whatever it was, to McCusker. And it quickly turned into a whodunit. Like, it felt like fucking Clue. Because he's like, somebody did not put in. <laughs> and everybody's looking around like, what, what, what? And he's like, somebody capered out. And he kept repeating the phrase, the phrase somebody capered out. And then we're all looking at one another trying to figure out, like, like we're all friends here. Who the fuck didn't put up their money that is inevitably going to make everybody else put up more money? Yeah. And this went on for about 10 minutes. Then McCusker's like, oh, wait a minute. It was under my plate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be me not having looked up from my plate yet. I timed myself when I when I sat down. I looked at my watch. I was like, "All right, 
this is how I went. <laughs> this is how I went. I didn't look up until like I think forty five minutes later. Wow, man. Just oh constantly God. ate. That's what I do there. That's how you got to get your money. Yeah, that's how you yeah, get there. That's the point. You got to enjoy the sides. I, I think that's. I, my I mean, I, obviously, I sound like a total fucking. I mean, this is as normie podcasting as it gets, but yeah. you got to enjoy the sides at Foco, dude. Dude, I eat uh, the rolls constantly. I eat more of that than meat, probably. Yeah, that's true. The polenta fries and the mashed mm. potatoes. Yeah, here, like here's the here's the here's the problem. You're gonna meet a bunch of like fake fat dudes who are gonna be like, "You gotta skip all the sides, dude. Maximize oh, your fucking meat no, intake. You're dude. a fucking loser, no, dude. I don't, Kill I'm yourself. To eat Ten pounds dude. of red meat. <laughs> <laughs> Kill yourself if you skip the sides at Fogo. <laughs> I will kill you. I will kill you if you skip the sides of Fogo. You got to enjoy... Dude, it's a, it's a it's a fucking cornucopia. That's the closest you'll ever feel to being a fucking pilgrim at the first Thanksgiving. It's a churrascocopia. Just... <laughs> skip the salad bar for sure, but don't skip the sides. No, no there's the cheese. There's cheese in the salad bar. There's cheese and there's some cured meats. Yeah. And I don't... I don't and I there's don't, mozzarella balls. I don't balls. see the other shit. Yeah, that's true. Dude, don't make no mistake... And the fried uh, plantains or whatever? That I don't fuck with. Mm. Why? I'm a weird food guy. I don't like uh, a lot of food. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you go to yeah. buffets? Uh-huh. So you go to buffets? Yeah. What do you like? Uh, I like uh, meat and potatoes, like for the most, you know, that phrase. But So you're a real meat and Damn, dude. But like, I'm, I'm starting to get there. Like, I've never really, I've never ordered a salad. Actually, the day I found out that I might have gout was the first day I've ever <laughs> ordered a salad. <laughs> I'm just like begrudgingly eating it. Like, I can't fucking believe I did this to myself. Now I have to always now, eat this. Now, John, was that salad served by a gaucho? <laughs> Turned me into a real groucho. Imagine finding you, you have gout and then ordering it. Was it a prescription salad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to wait for it to get ready at Rite Aid. <laughs> my insurance doesn't cover balsamic. <laughs> I didn't make sure it was in my network. <laughs> I'm rationing Thousand Island. This is a disgrace, dude. No, no advanced country in the world. I had to get my dressing on the black market. Dude. It was real. <laughs> Got a creamy Italian copay. <laughs> Damn, dude, you're a wildin' man. Oh, dude, that's what we should we should organize a, a like a dog's day out at Fogo. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, man. I'm down for that anytime. Oh my god, man! Just I'm always looking for an excuse to go to that place. I've been there and in a the while. The more man. the merrier, you know. That's the truth, man. I really had a nice time, man. That was. That you was... get the Batman table where you can seat like thirty dudes. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's either I'm with you guys there or every wigger I grew up with in Wilmington comes <laughs> wow. up comes up on a fucking party bus just to eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> huh. And then they go to some titty bar that they're going to get kicked out of. <laughs> the last time they came up, they did that, and I was—I skipped the dinner because I just can't with those guys. And then I met them at a bar, and then they were like, all right, let's go to a strip club. So we all got on the party bus. They had like a fucking Capano cooler full of beer that they brought into show and tell. And within five minutes, <laughs> we are getting escorted out by security. Because yeah. one of my boys went up to a bartender, not even a stripper, and said, how much the fuck you and her? And then oh. they're like, oh, you guys got to go. And then he meat burped in her face. <laughs> um, you said something that is really just bubbling in my insides with how much I love that reference, but uh, the Campano cooler. And um, for all you dogs listening, Google Thomas Campano. Yeah. Can you kill me in? This is a perfect opportunity to explain it. What's a Campano cooler? He was a lawyer oh. and I believe Delaware who had a side bitch 
who he had enough of. So he took her out to the middle of the ocean and fucking killed her and cut her up into pieces, put her in a cooler and dumped the cooler. At show and tell. <laughs> he burped into it and then shut it. Whoa. Yeah, it was Mary Jo something. Uh, Anne Marie Fahey. Okay. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Sorry to anybody, but... Uh... Damn. We're, about, we're about to joke about that, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And then the cooler washed up or, like, floated, didn't sink or something, so that the cooler was found. And that dude was on trial. I think they put him... I think they uh, killed him. Either he died in jail on death row, or they gave him the uh, yeah, dude. The old execution. Whoa. Put her in a fucking beer cooler, man. It was, Dude, it was fucked up, man. They had Spuds McKenzie testify. <laughs> 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 I think that was generally around the same time as uh, the Dupont guy with the the Foxcatcher oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. That was around the same because it was like two early nineties. I always forget that he killed one like, of the wrestlers. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm always just like, to me, his great crime was uh, tricking them into doing gay stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's one thing that I always like, have to be remembered. Like, oh yeah, also he shot one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's one thing that I was bummed out about that the Dupont movie like glossed over was like he was butt fucking these guys. Like, there's come on, man. Like full on butt fucking or just like weird wrestling? Um, I think in his case, probably weird wrestling. But there had to be one that like he snuck past. I don't know, man. Those wrestlers, if they don't want to get butt fucked, they're not getting butt fucked. <laughs> Yeah, but if you take a pass at all of them, there's a good chance that one of them wants to get fucked. <laughs> wow, dude. I concede. I, mean, I concede to you. <laughs> you got 20 good wrestlers. There's a chance one of those dudes is good and is trying to touch these guys constantly. If, I mean, if you got a nice property and tons of coke, you're going to get butt fucked. You're going to get somebody to butt, let you butt fuck yes, them. Yes, absolutely. Was it? I don't remember. Was there coke in the movie? Was yeah. he a coke guy? Remember they were in the helicopter doing coke? Holy shit! No, I I only watched it once, and it was. I only watched the part where he out. tricked them into doing gay shit. I didn't watch the helicopter part. <laughs> I saw that on porn. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, that'd be sick to be that fucking rich. I could just fuck wrestlers all the time. <laughs> dude, I would have the Undertaker. Board, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would get the, WWE. Guys. I have my fucking pick of D one, dude. I, just, I fly him in on a helicopter. <laughs> the power bottom you've been looking for. <laughs> Dude, if our Patreon keeps going like this by this summer, we could hire D3 wrestlers. <laughs> like, we're going to have, like, Appalachia State getting butt-fucked. But make it look like a wrestling room. Just, like, just so it's familiar to you guys, you know? Lots of squeaking on the mats. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there's, like, a big subset of, uh, like, online jujitsu instructional videos, and I get supremely creeped out every time I hear someone's like knee brace like squeak on the mat because like the sound's bad and the video's amateur and it's like it's two dudes you've never seen before explaining something and it's like whoa these dudes are gonna fuck any second (laughs) and as soon as you hear like some low quality shit like a a knee pad make a fart sound on the mat you're like oh no this is it this is definitely it this is the one where they fuck (laughs) fucking it, it ugh Makes my fucking skin crawl, dude. I wrestle not the gayness, just the fact that <laughs> I, I'm about to be tricked into. <laughs> well, R- wrestling is a big trick into, into homosexuality because I remember when I wrestled for a month in high school, <laughs> um, we would have group showers. As soon as everybody was done, everybody would get in the shower, and guys would be wrestling in there, and guys would be like squirting each other up with shampoo. And Whoa, it was what? Just like, yeah. like, all right, dude. Like, <laughs> that is on another level. Yeah. They weren't wrestling Dude, in there. Tim, they were fucking wrestling. No, they, they were wrestling. Naked. 
Yes. In the shower. Yes. Describe it more. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, I I don't think that that's common. I think that was just, you got a, I don't know. (laughs) Dude, this is a. (laughs) You got a bad batch of wrestlers. (laughs) Dude, these were, this was Foxcatcher Farm material. These foxes were caught. Was it hazing? Were they hazing? It's funny you bring that up. I wasn't there for this hazing incident, but it always stuck in my mind because of how funny it was. But there was a kid on the team. It was called Willow because he looked like the midget from the movie Willow. <laughs> and before, right before I joined the team, um, he had gotten hazed pretty badly just because he was a smart ass and he was the smallest guy on the team. But the girls track team was out practicing and the wrestling team stripped Willow naked. They put him in a trash bag and duct tape, duct taped him up to his neck. And then they brought him out to the track and dumped him on the track and left him there. And then as soon as like all these chick track ladies Saw him out there. They're like, oh, my God. So they started, like, peeling the bag apart. He's like, don't open the bag. Don't open the bag. Oh, my God. Just make me leg holes so I can (laughs) squirm back to my my underwear. That was assuredly at the top of a flagpole by that point. Uh, A sad ending to Willow, too. He ended up um, DUIing his truck into a house and killed himself. Jesus Christ. Poor Willow, man. Yeah. (sighs) You think he was drinking because of that? Probably the paramedics. The paramedics came to dig him out. He's like, "Don't open the bag! Don't open the bag!" <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I think the only <laughs> don't open the casket. Don't open the casket. <laughs> Two little holes at the bottom. <laughs> Flintstones is way back. <laughs> He's now the world's funniest ghost. <laughs> Don't open the sheet. Don't open the sheet. <laughs> I feel like the only thing from high school that was like years later, you know, you hear about it. So when we were seniors at our lunch table, we recruited this freshman who just seemed like he was getting picked on. You know what yeah. I mean? We called him Creature. We, didn't, we weren't helping that much. Uh, <laughs> he was a little kid, you know, didn't know how to socialize yet. So we yeah. were like, come on over. We'll hang out with you, dude. You're uh-huh. kind of funny. Uh, and then we graduated. And I think before that kid graduated, he molested his sister. <laughs> and he was he was not fun. And he was like, "Come over here, kid." Come on, I know you're not, not great at socializing that's yet. Not, that's not funny, boys. It's just it's funny that you nurtured. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm, we're not sure if it was our fault or not. We never gave him a slice of Papa John's when we ordered it. Oh my! <laughs> actually, no, we did. We would make another kid only have one slice that he actually. He paid for it. <laughs> and they were like, no, you get one. Creature gets the other slice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God you called him Creature. <laughs> That's, you're locking it in. At some point in his life, he's going to fuck a kid. John, how, how, did, how did he earn that nickname? Uh, it was just like such a weird little dude. Like, look, look at oh, that little yeah. creature going on over there. <laughs> like, oh, my creature God. Come over here. Was he like diddling Play-Doh figures? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys do like a... Uh, like a freshman senior thing where it's like you're a freshman and then you have a senior buddy that's like supposed to pull a prank on oh you at the God. beginning. No, uh, but we did uh in my in my grade my Catholic my very small Catholic grade school, it was like eighth graders got paired up with first graders and seventh graders got paired up with like second graders. Mm. And I think I was in seventh grade. Gigantic, gigantic fat gay retard. I was. <laughs> I it couldn't have been worse. And, uh, Most likely to be a gigantic fat gay retard. <laughs> yeah, <probably>. yeah. <laughs> and nicest eyes. <laughs> I uh, 
I, I, I got paired up with this second grader and I was dreading it because I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to a little kid. I'm I already feel like a fucking asshole everywhere I go. And I I got paired up with this this little kid and I think his reaction was like, Oh god damn it. <laughs> like when it was me. <laughs> Even a second grader. Yeah, dude. He used to like uh when we'd have to like do like the weird, dumb bullshit like group activities and shit. It was kinda like uh, look man, let's just get through this. I know I'm fucking Already, you can tell I'm a fucking corny dork. <laughs> I just a little good, and he he ended up being pretty cool about it. But yeah, he was definitely it, it, yeah. The second grade. Ask anybody in my cool. class. Yeah, ask everybody in my class. They would have they would have gladly traded him for me oh, in man. any situation. What happened in your situation? Uh, I don't remember what happened. I don't remember who my senior buddy was or what they did to me. It wasn't like memorable enough, but. When I had my uh, kid, it was just like kind of chubby black kid who was on the football team. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And I just duct taped all of his books for that day to him. And I, and I said, you can only take your books off as your class is <laughs> Walking around duct taped with his books on him all day. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. I was proud of that. <laughs> that's original. That is, well, look at him. That was, pre, that was pre-YouTube. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Duct tape's good for everything, man. God damn. Every high school kid should get a roll of duct tape your first day. <laughs> you only get one before you graduate, so use it wisely. It'd be like Battle Royale. Everybody gets something different. Some one kid gets like a spatula, another kid gets a roll of duct tape. <laughs> one random kid gets a crossbow. That's not a great idea. Creature gets a crossbow. <laughs> did you guys both go to Catholic school or I private? Did. You did? Yeah, I went to Catholic my whole school career. Same. Kindergarten through yeah. 12th grade, same building. I went to the Catholic school until high school and then switched. Okay. What was the um, the most glaring difference as soon as you got there? Well, man, I was so excited to start change- <clears throat> excuse me, changing classes. Yeah. Like going mm-hmm. from one... Because in, leaving in Catholic classroom. school, in grade school especially, you're just sitting yeah, there with one teacher. The like, teacher all right, well, now it's time for yeah. social studies. Yeah. All right, now it's time for math. And, uh, man, I was so excited. Like, dude, I'm going to get to fucking walk around the hallway between subjects. Yeah. God damn, it's going to be sick. And then uh, for three years of high school, I got scheduled with the first available lunch period. So I had to, like, uh, eat lunch at 945 every day. Are you oh, fucking man. serious? It's really yeah. like that? Yeah, it was something like that. And I was like, oh, man, this is good. I think it was my freshman year, too. I was like, well, this was all a mistake. I hate this. I want to go back. <laughs> and I couldn't. How many lunch periods are there in a day like that? I think they start like second through last period. And if you had last period, that was the shit because you could just go home. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Man, could you imagine? Do you have like 2,000 kids in your school or something like that? Yeah, Yeah, something like that. That's so foreign to me. Yeah, I know. We had like 80 kids in our graduating class, I think. Yeah, in eighth grade, there was like 33 kids in my class or something like that. Is that school that you went to grade school in still thriving? No. Not close? No, actually, I think the Catholic Church... (laughs) <laughs> I still live in this neighborhood, and yeah. I can see why. I think they downgraded the parish. It's not a parish anymore. It's now considered like a mission. I think. Instead shit. of condemned, it's unmolestable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even finger this. I mean, this is... You know what? Maybe we should take two schools, combine them. Better chance of fingering something. I, I, I wouldn't even spit on this school's asshole. <laughs> Dude, not, not so much for my high school, but for my grade school, I can still uh, visualize, not not visualize, I don't know what the word is for like thinking about a smell, 
but I can still remember what the cafeteria smelled like in grade school, and it uh-huh. still gives me an instant stomach ache. Really? Yeah. Just from going into lunch. Yeah, and like there was there was one time where my mom had made me um, a so called Italian hoagie. J O motion. <laughs> Sorry, mom. But it was fucking soggy as shit by the time I got to lunch, so I threw it in the trash. And the mother superior saw me throw it in the trash. She made me take it out and eat it. Oh, whoa! And from that point on, it was like I fucking hate this place. Yeah. And I'm associating it with eating trash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and one time a girl bit into an apple, and she bit into a worm that was in the apple. Whoa! That's because yeah. she bought it at school. No, she brought it with her, but she ate it in front of everybody. And this was a girl that, like, pissed herself constantly. So, like, it was just. Of course she has a worm apple, dude. She pisses herself. <laughs> the worm apple was like a step up. It's like, oh, shit. Maybe she was not that bad. Yeah, I would assume something magic was happening <laughs> yeah. if I met a worm inside of the apple. I've only seen that in a Disney cartoon. <laughs> I fucking met a worm. Jesus Christ, dude. I can't wait to cut my head off and send it to a scientist. No, um. Can uh, can I ask you? All right. So one of my favorite things, or one of the funniest things, uh, any of my friends have made was uh, Golden Thrones. Oh, dude! Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Are you ever gonna do that again? I hope so. We did it with like the the hope for like a corporate. Yeah, I, I I guess I do see how hard how it would be hard to sell that. But uh, man, I was really excited. Well, to be... Charmin wanted us. No way. We had we had extensive <laughs> oh, before before you explain that. <laughs> I'm so excited to get to introduce our listeners if they haven't seen it to fucking Golden Thrones. Look it up on YouTube. Yeah, there's seven episodes I think. Seven episodes, and one of them is the golden toilet that Trump tried to buy from the Guggenheim. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so well produced, it, it makes me nauseous how retarded it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are fucking great. You know Clay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Dan, yeah. Dan yeah. Angelucci's the guy. Like, those two came up with it, and then yeah. they asked me to be the host. You're uh, perfect for it. Thank you, dude. I loved doing it. They were great to work with. Uh, and it's crazy. We just did one in Philly, and then with that, like, you know, with that packaged, Dan was able to, like, reach out to Longwood Gardens Oh, with this rules. spectacular bathroom area and be like, hey, can we come there and make fun of your bathrooms? And they were like, yeah, this looks great. Yeah. Dude, oh, wow. They, the, the the tone of the videos is like super serious, like above HGTV quality, like features of public bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. It was like MTV Cribs for public restrooms. But it's so it's it's funny because it's so slick, like nothing about it sucks and it's short. And uh, it just makes it just makes it so much fucking funnier. Thanks, man. Thank you. So how'd it go down with Charmin? Uh, so I think we had put out three, the initial three episodes, and one day I got an email or a text that was like, "Yo, uh, somebody reached out. Somebody reached out. And was like, we were wondering if Mr. Golden Thrones would be interested." <laughs> like, it was like a talent agency reaching out on behalf of uh, advertising agency or whatever. Nice. Oh. Um, and then we just had a bunch of conference calls and emails back and forth. And when we when it came to money, they would never say anything. Right. And I've heard from people who work in advertising since that they were like probably trying to get us for free. Hmm. Oh uh, yeah, exposure. Yeah, right. So we ended up saying like we would do five episodes for like thirty grand or like ten episodes or whatever. That's not bad. Yeah, it's like it's a day's work every episode, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so they they never responded. Straight up ghosted us. And then when we reached out to them they were like 
Oh yeah, whoever was in charge of that definitely no longer works here. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm glad you didn't take that for free. Oh yeah, because they didn't yeah. deserve it, dude. No. When big toilet paper comes knocking, you better you better ask them for some fucking green. <laughs> they wanted it was like perfect though. They wanted it for an app that they had that was originally because it's Procter and Gamble, so originally it was an Emodium app, clearly for people in strange towns <laughs> with diarrhea. But it was what? called Sit or Squat, and it was like you would find a uh, you would look on the app and be like here this bet public restroom has a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Oh, so either it's clean or dirty. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. When I worked in Center City, I had an idea for an app like that. And uh, didn't didn't George Costanza have like a <laughs> yes. li- Yeah, I wanted to call it George's List because I <laughs> use so great. many. I have such a long hierarchy of public bathrooms in Center City, Philadelphia, that I was like, so I have to share this knowledge with somebody. <laughs> Here are the buildings where you can walk in and they won't ask you any questions before you get on the elevator. So tell one of them. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gone to SofaTel. That one was sweet because it was right across from Raven. Yeah. And it's like there's always people at the bar so you can just look like you were at the bar and go up the stairs. Yeah, most most hotels are safe. But, uh, man, a lot of the the professional buildings, uh, I I can tell you which floor to get off on. (laughs) Man. But, uh, damn, that's crazy that. Did they ever end up making the app? I don't. uh, Maybe they did. I feel like I downloaded it and it was like never really brought up to like proper shitting app uh, <laughs> level. <you know? laughs> this shitting app is complete garbage. I'm just going to stay home and shit now. <laughs> you know what? I was going to make a big day out on the town taking shits at every, <laughs> every toilet in this town. But now I'm just going to shit in my house. <laughs> Fuck. Missed opportunities, man. No big deal. It's their missed opportunity. Yeah. 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 I spent that 10 grand in my brain immediately, though. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago, though. Speaking of, this week, uh, my tax refund was supposed to come. Yeah. And I had it spent, too. And then the government informed us that, like, yeah, to satisfy a previous debt, it's all gone. Oh, fuck. But Can't thanks. imagine, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Tim? Like I mentioned to Tim today, you know, all the shit that we talk isn't just shit talking about fucking not letting external circumstances dictate how you live your life. Yeah, hell yeah. And like all all the preparation that we've done and all the fucking groundwork that, you know, we've laid together in trying to build ourselves up has definitely been helpful in me not going fucking postal today. <laughs> yeah. Good. You're being get gassed up by your boys. Yeah, Constantly. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made a big difference because my wife called me and she was fucking delirious. She find out in the mail? Well, she like, found out via text because she had gone to H&R Block to get our taxes done. Mm-hmm. And they update you via text like when every, every step of the process. And they sent her a text saying that like, oh, you had to satisfy a previous debt. Like it's this amount. And it was almost the exact amount. And we got three fucking kids. So it was a lot of fucking dough. Yeah. Um. So she called me hysterical, and I was like, all right, well, that's done, and we have to move forward. We have no yeah. choice, because if we dwell upon this, we will fucking both shoot up a mall. <laughs> Dude, there, there's memes about, like, tax refunds on the internet, but it, unless you've ever been, like, really poor, you have no idea yeah. what kind of impact a tax refund has. Yeah. Life-changing. Yeah. It's life-changing. Yeah. It, it becomes, like, and this isn't a good thing, but it becomes, like, a, a part of, like, your uh, yearly fucking... Uh, I don't know. Your budget. financial game plan. Yeah, 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 part yeah. Of your, yeah. I couldn't even think of the word budget. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking pissed that you didn't get a step back. 
Yeah, you kind of like you're poor, so you get stretched out super fucking thin. Uh, and then you're like, well, it's all right. I'll bounce back a little bit when that fucking refund hits. And to have the entire thing like denied, dude, that's like that's that uh, you sucks. Know. That had happened to me once before, but I think at the time we only had one kid, so I mean it was a cool come up, but it wasn't like it is now. Whereas like any anything we do during the course of the year, it can be righted by whatever we get via refund. So I mean this was like man, but man. we don't think like that anymore, right? Yeah, part of part of not being fucking destitute anymore is not thinking. Like you're destitute. Right? I haven't yeah. gotten money back. I've owed for like the past seven years because I worked as a server. Yeah. And now I hardly have any income. So it's like, well, just you should have five bucks. kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, deal. <laughs> but start cranking them out, man. But um, yeah, so we've been hawking blue chews. So if you're fucking in the market for getting a fucking hard dick, hit that up, man. So we can make some, make some sponsorship, though. <laughs> And right on, right on cue, just want to let you guys know this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. And Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. You ever take a Blue Chew, John? I have not. No, not yet. Uh, I porked my wife on a Blue Chew right before I came here tonight. Ooh. Dude. <laughs> I felt like Aquaman. <laughs> I was swimming in that pussy dog. <laughs> Dude, it fucking rules. But seriously, go to Blue... Oh, that wasn't part of the read? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Mike's actually forced to say that. <laughs> but for real, go to BlueChew.com and type in promo code FATBIRD. You get a bunch of free samples, and all you got to pay is the $5 for shipping. I'm telling you, it fucking rules. If you want a fucking hard bird, and if you want to make somebody's fucking day, you want to make your own fucking day. John, I've taken fucking BlueChew... Just to have marathon beat off sessions. Hell yeah, dude! And it <laughs> fucking rules, sick, dude. Nothing beats like staring at your own bird with vein maximization. Yeah, I call it Jesus boner. <laughs> <laughs> when it can't possibly get any bigger without causing harm, that's Jesus boner, dude. You only get a few of them unless you have to take the medicine. You know, I get a cartoon when the tip of the thermometer explodes. <laughs> <laughs> You want it just under there is a sweet spot. You're redlining, dude. <laughs> but it's got steam coming out. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do something to this. Gotta pour Gatorade in your dick hole. <laughs> now for real though, go to bluechew.com, type in promo code FATBIRD, and get with us. And um Dude, I'm not I'm not kidding. I think I felt like a residual effect from it, like throughout the week. Like confidence wise, no. Well, maybe, or just boner. Maybe that's all it was. Maybe just knowing that that was like knowing where my uh, where the limit was. I it was cl- I was easier to get closer to the limit. I was it was I was taking it to the limit one well, more time. Well, you know you've got it in you, right? Right? It's yeah, like, I've got that in me. It's like uh, you know, just, I don't know what whatever weed and drugs does to your head. It's like mm-hmm. you've got that serotonin in you. You know, it's mm. like you've got that capability. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You knowing know, knowing what your real limits it, are, yeah. I feel I feel like most most dudes are probably going in like four fifths hard bird at yeah. most. Like they're topping out at four fifths on a good day. Yeah, and you can get to five fifths. Yeah, start redlining on on whatever <laughs> whatever yeah whatever whatever gauge you're using. You you can you can take it uh, up a notch. <laughs> uh, and man, I don't know. Yeah, it get back and ruled. Now, Tim's like a normally bird function guy. 
Like I've had actual issues with fucking oh yeah bird, bird blood loss. Bonus bird only over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for for both people, it can be cool for a fun night, or if you're really having serious issues, fucking really juice yeah. things up. Um, when I was whacked on perks back in 2014, I was at my worst. It started affecting not only my sex drive, but anytime I would go to have sex, it would be difficult to maintain an erection. Yeah, isn't that like classic? Uh, pill, you can't shit, and you, it's kind of hard to get hard. Shitting was always an issue. Now, as far as erections, I've heard both sides. That people have sex for hours on fucking painkillers, yeah, like and, people, and people just have fucking wrecked bird uh-huh. on painkillers. I had wrecked bird. and He had sad tromboner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, dude, the psychological impact from that, like, it was fucking stuck in my head forever. It's still stuck in my head sometimes. Yeah. Even though now, like, my boner's... Are, are still pretty good yeah. but i'm fucking 41 so like like tim said like the four-fifths rule applies yeah like three-fifths you know slavery boner but four-fifths man it's just 41 year old boner <laughs> i'll take responsibility for that one i'm very sorry <laughs> but it feels nice like knowing that i have that option to fall back on if i yeah. don't feel as though because like i feel like you got it in your bedstand drawer if you yeah. ever need it yeah it's like yeah. a gun <laughs> it's like if a burglar breaks in, I'm just popping a blue chew right away. He is gonna get the fuck out of there. Yeah, this is what you want, brother? Come and get this it. is Foxcatcher Farms, motherfucker. <laughs> Throw a singlet at him. You imaginarily cock a shotgun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, if you're hooked to, uh, if you're addicted to opioids and you need a bunch. <laughs> But dude, well, that's actually something that I like about blue chew. You go to a that- safe erection site. <laughs> Come on. Come on, dude. What got into me, dude? I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm playing too goddamn. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Um, but one thing I do like about it a lot because, like, I was fucking whacked on pills. And if, if I can avoid taking any kind of a pill, I do. Like, blue chew isn't a pill. It's just like, it's like a fucking, it's like chewing on an Altoid. Yeah. It you tastes exactly chew. like children's Tylenol. Yes. So... Fucking give it a shot. BlueChew.com, promo code FATBIRD. They'll send you a bunch of free shit. You just got to pay the five bucks shipping. Man. Man, I could talk boners all day, Tim. Yeah, I know. You're fired up. Yeah. Dude, I actually, it was funny today. I went to the Philadelphia Flower Show, and I got a complimentary nice. pencil. And for some reason, on this complimentary pencil, they had a ruler measuring up to four inches. And I felt like the man because I was like, I'm bigger than this. <laughs> And it's and I I realized like I was holding it up to my jeans, standing alone, <laughs> standing alone in the middle of the fucking flower show. It's all like, children and old ladies. <laughs> You're just measuring your bird through your pants, dude. The old ladies are fucking yeah, taking petunias. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm gauging meat. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> oh man, how else? How was the flower show? Otherwise, I loved it, man. I you know I I love whimsy. And I love just fucking <laughs> peace. Whimsy, peace, and boners is my bag. What an advertisement for the flower show this is. <laughs> if you love whimsy and peacefulness. <laughs> this episode is actually also sponsored by Green Chew. <laughs> Get your plants hard. Your green thumb, a little soft these days. Can't keep a succulent alive. <laughs> you dumb fuck. <laughs> Get it out of the sun. <laughs> You're gonna be chlorophyll in those pussies in no time. <laughs> oh man.
All right, I could talk boners and plants all fucking <laughs> I just got a plant. I'm pretty excited about it. What kind did you get? Something from Ikea. It's a, <laughs> it's a yucca. It's got three heighted things. It's, you know, Put it together with an Allen wrench? <laughs> yeah, it took me three hours. <laughs> got in a fight with my wife. <laughs> supposed to face this way. Uh, no, it's just like it looks like a desert plant. Water sparingly. Yeah. I've watered it twice in a month. I think that's sparingly, right? Sounds about yeah. right. It says it's capable or uh, highly susceptible for root rot. Ooh. So, that smells, speaking, that of blue, speaking of blue chew, dude, that also carries <laughs> root rot. <laughs> dude, succulents are, are something that I, I, I don't feel comfortable caring for because you're not supposed to water them often. Right, yeah. And I, I don't know. I just It's hard for me. It's like looking at a child and not feeding it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You want to be like able to take care of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I breastfeed my cactus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see all that blood coming from your nipple. <laughs> Did I, actually, my aunt um, used to bring me all kinds of cool shit. She worked for the IRS. Suck it. Um, <laughs> and she used to travel a lot. And whenever she would travel, she would bring me back a gift from whatever city she visited. Nice. And when she went to San Antonio, she brought me back a miniature cactus. And I put it next to my nightstand on my nightstand when I was like four years old. And I accidentally grabbed it while I was sleeping or hit it, and I had the fucking needles in my hand. Jesus. I just woke up screaming with a bunch of needles sticking out of my hand. That might be my earliest memory. <laughs> Dude, how old do you think you are? I'm 41. In this, in, when it happened. <laughs> Come on. Stop. Uh, I, was, I was four. Okay. The cactus brought you into consciousness. <laughs> Uh, I, my earliest memory was putting both of my hands on the window to the oven and I had to be like three years old or two, but I I had to be too young to remember it, but I can clearly remember it in my head. And there's pictures of me with the gauze mittens on my hands. Dude, I was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like pretty serious. I think I pieced the memory together from it. The story being told to me though. I think Uh I I, like, uh, incepted it into my own brain. Yeah. That's why the kids in high school called them third degree butterly. <laughs> <laughs> Is I that just, possible? I'm, I, if you I should probably ask a scientist. Yeah, I should probably ask a scientist. Nah, I feel like you could remember it. Like you said, you were three. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I have memories from I was when I was very, three. very yeah. tiny. I think I just realized this the other day. I think my first memory might be my parents making me and my older sister leave the movie theater because. Young Einstein starring Yahoo Serious was so bad. Oh, damn. <laughs> I remember being brought out of the theater being like, what? This is not even halfway through. Dude, you know how, the second act hasn't even started yet. Do you know how bad a movie has to be for a dad to make kids leave? Dude, he, yeah, it's not like he got his fucking money back. Maybe he did. But it's like, he paid for four tickets, popcorn Jesus and soda, Christ, and it was man. like, I can't even sit through this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, do you, are you sure it was, wasn't because you guys were bad? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I was I was very seriously into Yahoo Serious. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that that age is like that's a fun age to like recall. You know what what your memories are. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Like I got the cactus memory. I remember this was weird too, and I I, I feel like I'm definitely not making this up. But I remember my mom. There's a lot of weird memories with this guy. But um, this guy who was a family friend named Uncle Beave. <laughs> uh, oh that's all. That's Uncle the story. <laughs> dude, I, and I, I'm on the Mad Lib now, dude. John, I'm absolutely positive I'm not making this up. But I remember Uncle Beave took my mother 
to the Poconos. What? Yes. And my dad said it was for like a timeshare or something. And then my mom brought me back a drum. Like I remember I woke up the next morning and I went downstairs and there was a drum sitting like on the table. Like a Native American yeah. drum kind of thing? Yeah. And then Uncle Beef was always super weird. He would come to, to drink on Christmas morning. My parents like they would the only the only reason why they kept alcohol in the, in the house is for when Uncle Beef would come, and he would be just pounding scotch on Christmas morning. And the only other time I would see him during the year was he would take me out for my birthday, and I had a thirty dollar limit at Kitty City, and he would take me to Howard Johnson's in the middle of nowhere. And I remember I loved the way this guy's car smelled because he used to smoke pipes, mm-hmm. and it just had that really just fucking rich aroma. Yeah. And I could spend thirty dollars at Kitty City, and I would usually get the hot dog with the um, the toasted bun at Howard Johnson's. He wouldn't do it for my sister, though. I mean, and do I, you want to listen back to what you just said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have another very have strange memory. I, I have, dude, and I have another very strange memory of Uncle Beef. Um, this was another one of my earliest ones. But at that house where my mom went on the overnight vacation with Uncle Beef, I have a memory of him carrying me down the basement. What? So, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Man, how far should we dig into this? To, I don't know what to do with this. And I just remember being scared of the basement, but like as I would get to like the doorway, I, I just remember darkness. Mike, I hate to tell you this, but you got fucked. I pro- yeah, dude, looking back, I definitely think something might have happened there. And I've tried to like look this guy up since and there's like nothing on him on the internet. Like I know where he worked. I know where he was a firefighter. Um my mom used to take me with him to clean his apartment. Um, what? But it was a very strange circumstance all the way around. Was he like wealthy and like? No, man. He lived in a in a studio apartment. Um, yes, the wealthy man that comes over to drink scotch at someone else's family on Christmas. <laughs> That's the kind of shit you can get away with when you're wealthy. Yeah, this, this isn't wealthy like Fox Catcher Farms. This is like fucking Cat Catcher Farms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the overnight Damn, vacation dude. about? What were they going I don't know. I, my, my dad rationalized by saying that they were going for like a timeshare or something. Because I remember asking, like, why is mommy going with him? And he said something, but in hindsight, like, I realize now it was like saying that. Because we used to go to timeshare shit all the time. Well, we went to Disney once. To get the free cruise? Well, free tickets to SeaWorld. No shit. Because my parents, they, the first time we went to Disney was like 85. And my sister and I had to sit in some fucking weird playroom with some teenager well, my parents listened to some couple-hour spiel on a timeshare, and the deal was if you sat through it, you got free tickets to SeaWorld, uh-huh. and that's how we went to SeaWorld. Where was SeaWorld? Orlando. Okay. Nice. Anyway, did you, did you think about asking your parents about Uncle Beave? They would deny it. Like, um, that he existed? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, just uh, just to find information in case, you know, revenge. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't know. Probably got my cheeks clapped, but... <laughs> I don't know for sure, so it's not like I could hit this guy up. Like, yo, did you clap my cheeks? Is that why you took me to Howard Johnson's? I feel like we should do some investigative journalism right I now. And get, get somebody on. We the should line. dox. We got to dox Uncle Beef. <laughs> Dude, he had a, his his government name was like very, very diddlery. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so diddlery that he chose to go by Uncle Beef. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last diddly? Uh, Uncle Beef. Yeah. I'm going to type it out for you, and then I don't want to say it out loud. But it's going to be three names. It's going to be like Roy, Roy, Charles, Dunkirk, or some shit like that. You're very close, Tim. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. But, yeah, he was a strange dude, but... 
That was his name. Let me see it. Yikes, dude. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't have any any bad memories of him. I, I, yeah. Like, the guy bought me hot dogs and toys. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Where was his Hojo's that was in the middle of nowhere? I just remember driving through the country with him. It, it took forever to get there. And he would take me to a kitty city that was close to my house. Now, what is that? I never heard of that. What, Kitty City? Yeah. It was just like this this toy store. It was like Toys R Us. Okay. And we would go to, to Kitty City, and I had a $30 limit, which yeah, was pretty high at the time. fucking sick. In, in early 80s. Like, that was, that was a lot. You three action figures for 30 bucks yeah. somewhere, you know? Yeah. So I could get what I wanted, and he never did it for my sister. Hmm. How, how many years did he do it for you? Um, it was a few, because I, I have a few different um, memories of this. You remember everything you ate, every toy you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you know what? More power to you, man. Yeah, you got a brain that's working for you. <laughs> I, I got something. Not for the justice system, <laughs> but it's it's good for you, man. Good. For, I'm happy for you, dude. I hope you never remember what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I hope you could never afford a hypnotist. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, not a lot of great things happen after getting carried into a basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. actually struggling to think of one. <laughs> Dude, one other one other funny memory I, I have from that time period was my dog Scooch ran away. He the way he ran away was he burst through the screen door, and then I just remember sitting there thinking like I'm I might not see this dog again, and I was just sitting on the couch crying. And then like I don't know how much time later. Uh, Scooch came crawling through the hole in the screen that he had created in the first place. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a much happier memory than. <laughs> and yeah. then I took Scooch down the basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting molested by Uncle B. <laughs> oh, God. I. <laughs> Did your parents also call him Uncle Beef? <laughs> or did they just call him Beef? <laughs> Beef, you ready to head to the mountains? <laughs> The the last interaction I had with him was I was approaching my teens because I remember he had something smart to say because I had asked for all Los Angeles Raiders shit for Christmas. And he's like, let me guess, that's your team this year? <laughs> what is he calling like, you a front runner every yeah, year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Maybe I just like silver and black and pirates. <laughs> You ever think about that, Uncle B? You know what? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not going down the basement with you anymore. <laughs> Look, get whatever Raider shit you want as long as they also make a dress. <laughs> <laughs> His jersey's long enough. I can work with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and he just stopped coming around. <laughs> they sent him to a new parish. <laughs> He's had to work at different hojos in a different, <laughs> different state. John, did you have any diddlers at your parish? No. There was a guy that we all would always joke about because growing up he had a stutter and the way he got over the stutter, like his training growing up as a kid. Sucking kid bird. <laughs> was sticking the tiniest little bird he could find. <laughs> Dip it in holy water, put it in his mouth. <laughs> 
Father Beef. <laughs> Father Uncle Beef. <laughs> when he'd give communion, he'd be like, Boydy, I mean Body of Christ. <laughs> and he'd put tiny carrots in the kids' mouths. This guy used to like control his stutter by uh, touching his tongue to his top lip. So he'd be giving the homily or the sermon or whatever and, and then go, Ooh, Ooh. Gross. And I'm talking like a, oh, at least dude. once a sentence. Whoa, yeah, dude. dude. So it was dude. so fucking weird. But that's oh, I think dude. I don't know. I haven't been out of there for a long time. But my grandparents still go there. I'm sure I would hear. Dude, what John just did looked like every eight seconds of a white snake video. <laughs> Ew, gross. Yeah, it's just creepy. Oh, he was our. I think he became like the head of the. Um, yeah, shocker. What's the thing? The diocese or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Arch, archdiocese. Archdiocese. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what the difference between a diocese and an archdiocese is. Me neither. I think I think dioceses are subsets of the archdiocese. So I think diocese of Wilmington is under the umbrella of the archdiocese of Philadelphia, probably. I believe that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Oh, I went to the seminary in uh in school, like down close to Baltimore. It was just a free bus trip don't have to go to school so me and my boys were like One fuck yeah ticket. dude yeah. maybe we'll be maybe we'll be priests uh that dude paul from uh from twitter <laughs> is that what you tried to french him <laughs> ragu mangu i speak loosely Sorry, of ragu father mangu. Ragu mangu. <laughs> he got busted for smoking a newport on in the bus bathroom oh, Whoa. what was his yeah. penance <laughs> three minutes in hojo's with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. God damn. Uh, we had a diddler at our parish, and I didn't experience this, but two of the kids that I went to school with said that the guy who was the diddler would take them to the seminary in Philly, um, the one that's on City Avenue. Yes. Yeah. And would take them to the pool there. Whoa. Whoa, why is there a pool there? That's where it's like, dude, it's like it's like Diddler spring break. Oh, yeah. my God. That's where you go and you do like your two or four years there. And like, I'm sure you can leave, but they have everything there for you. It's oh, like dude. a fucking giant castle. John, you can there. check out any time you like, but you can never leave. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the hotel pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we're at like uh, we're at like fifty five, dude. This, John, you were on fire, man. Hell yeah! I can't thank you enough for coming on today, man. Uh, dude, thanks for having me, man. This is great. Please come back again sometime soon. Absolutely, we got and more. Yeah, I was happy to just more be to talk you, about. Man. Yeah, dude, you really brought up the mood because we were both fucking sick this week, and this Damn, was just bummer. lights out, man. Good. I'm glad yeah. I could cheer your spirits. You guys definitely got me fucking hyped. Fuck Good yeah. man. Yeah. Well, what are you? What are you like? What are you doing right now? Uh, just stand up, really. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Sometimes I buy textbooks from college kids. Ah, that's a sick hustle. Yeah, it is. And you just scanning barcodes, making money. Yeah, fuck. That's what's do that up. twice a year. And yeah. I pay some rent. Wow. Well, uh, yeah. I I just want to remind you that Golden Thrones was super fucking sick, and um, I don't know any idea that crosses your mind. Uh, I want to see the end result. Hell yeah. Do those so college kids need boner pills? <laughs> Bluechew.com promo fat bird. <laughs> All right. Uh, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash, I think, dead meat. God damn it. I forget. To, I think it's dead meat podcast. Dead meat podcast, dude. You know where the fuck it is. Uh, if you like it, 
throw us a buck or two. Yeah, we'll have some more shit on there. We've actually made a couple of the entries free, specifically uh, certain chapters of uh, the program. Um, we're not just talking shit about having tight programs. We're living it. Dude, um, I was crushing it this week. I, I Anyone that saw the fucking vision board video on the Patreon knows how hard you're crushing it. That's what got me going, man. It's, I, I, it reignited the fire. I'm 100% serious about being, you know, 200 miles an hour at everything in my life. Yeah, man. It feels fucking good. We're doing it. All right, dogs. We love you. Love you guys. Peace.